This is your Trash Weekly with your weekly trash. This is Stephanie from Germany and... This is Nora from California. <laughs> Still from California. Um, so this probably will be our last one for this year, but we'll definitely be back next year. So don't Yeah, we're going to take a week off for Christmas and uh, that's uh, the holiday we celebrate. Yeah, it's going to be a bit busy, I guess, because of the cooking. So it's probably just safe to take the week off yeah 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 most people take that week off but anyway so how was your last week anything special anything interesting no but i'm so curious about germany is it snowing <laughs> <laughs> um no it only it snowed the, literally the first day i had to drive into work that's uh -huh. when the first day i started work that's when it snowed and i woke up to a bunch of snow um since then unfortunately it warmed up and we have like seven degrees so it's just rain it's just depressing because it used yeah. to be snow it, yeah. back in the day that used to be snow but now thanks to global warming it's just too warm and we yeah. have a 30 percent chance of a white christmas so oh <laughs> that's that is depressing because that's what my uh, parents tell me the same thing about hungary it mm. doesn't snow anymore sometimes it snows more in january now or march even yeah. you know yeah. it's yeah. crazy so yeah. Um, that's not what I'm used to and that's not what I remember, but here, at least in yeah. California, we, um, I mean, we see weird patterns with the fire and all that, you know, season starting every yeah. year now, but like we see also that we go to Tahoe to see the snow and that's still there, you know, I mean, still mm -hmm. less snow some year than others, but yeah, yeah Christmas is not the same there. without the snow to me, but I got used to it in California, but I gotta go to Lake Tahoe to see the snow. I remember I went up to Mammoth to go skiing. <laughs> That's Southern California, right? Yeah, yeah, you're definitely Southern, but you, you just drive east. Yeah. yeah, I never been there when I lived in Southern California. I just stayed in Orange County. Um, but yeah, do you, do, you, do you have any ski vacations planned? I wish. Uh, usually we would, because last year we bought brand new boots, both of us, which are very expensive, and I even got heated boots because my feet are always cold oh. which are even more expensive and we got them fitted in our ski resort which is even more expensive but yeah we're not no we can't germany i don't know if you heard germany went into full lockdown um just wednesday two days ago we went into 100 full lockdown like it was in ireland um this earlier this year there was no way we we're gonna risk even months ago go going to ski resort and then one of the country's borders shuts down we're not doing that that's way too expensive to miss out on for sure i mean california is i think in a full lockdown as far as they told us i heard on the radio that you're not supposed to leave your home anymore but you know people are not messaged the same way so i don't even know what's allowed and what's not allowed uh, right now but you no, know like, full lockdown is like every store is closed except oh. groceries uh -huh. everything's closed and you have everything. times when you can go to grocery store shopping right now yeah and we are not allowed to go outside after 9 p.m anymore there's a curfew and we are not allowed to go and meet more than another one more household and we are it's very strict and mm -hmm. it's two thousand euro fine and oh. we are not allowed to do anything right now basically um because there was there were almost almost a thousand deaths one day and that's when germany was like this is too much and just freaked out and this is gonna stay until january the 10th 10th till january yeah Done. I mean, I think it's similar here because, but pe here people, I think, self-enforce this. I mean, we are not leaving as much at all because 
we know that it's best to stay away. Yeah. So what we do is we go out on trails and there's a lot of trails in California here and I take the kids out to these parks that's free, you know, that we just can go to in public space or like, you know, park. And uh, we just roam the, the trails. Yesterday we took Hunter out and uh, it was a really nice day, but, you know, we saw only a few people out. So I think people are here at least doing a good job self-quarantining. Yeah, they are. I mean, compared to like Florida, friends in Florida, it's like it's like there is no pandemic it's really bad the u.s is like every state is its own country compared to europe you know and it's kind of the same like hungary has its own rules whereas germany has its own rules yeah. and here california has its own rules and florida completely. it's just terrible how florida is just like ah there isn't a pandemic it's almost like literally the, it, the, it it's like acting like there isn't a pandemic it's i mean i'm gonna crazy. say it's kind of sad because the most old people live there right yeah, no, like it's I know. Oh, I know. Protect yourself, maybe, I don't people. know. It's not good for the anti-maskers because they're mostly like publicans. They're like the older people. But okay, you go ahead. You do you, Florida. You do yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> but you live there. So I, I don't have any. I don't know anything about it. Just uh... Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. No. That's, it's the worst. That's done. Uh, well, why do, you, why do you say that? Is it because of the weather? Like the tropical oh, weather? Oh, it's the weather. It's the people. It's It's just everything about like if you come from california it's such such a different vibe and the weather is absolutely terrible it's always hot but not like just dry heat it's the wet heat like you're swimming in it and it's uh-huh. like you're always wet and it's disgusting and it's it's so gross and it never cools off like in california it cools off at night at least and, and then you have all the bugs and Oh my god, I know. I'm a Florida hater, people. I know, I know. I, I totally admit to it. <laughs> but, but did you go terrible. to Miami to party at least? Because I hear that's fun. Oh, I went to Miami lots of times because it's the one, like the most progressive you can get in Florida because the rest is just very, very deep south. Like, Swamp. when you drive out there in the middle of, of Florida, I mean, it's it's a different... Like, it's a swamp. Yeah, I mean, trailers, you see Confederate flags, you see... I mean, it's so... Neat. Okay, now I know what to avoid. You know how we are always looking at other states to possibly move into and... Oh, uh, do not, do not, do not. <laughs> not do Florida. Not. Check. There's a Trust. reason why there is everyone, everyone in in all of America is always like, well, and then we come to California, uh, to Florida, or when they have a, a, a news report, which is really ridiculous, and they're like, well, where was he from? Obviously from Florida. Oh yeah, Florida <laughs> I mean, man. There is a reason. It's always Florida man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Florida is the one where that man went crazy on bath sauce and started eating another homeless person or something. I mean, it's 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 like that out there. Just don't, just don't. <laughs> uh, I don't think men, humans were ever meant to live there. It's way too hot anyway, so. I believe you, because I'd hate humidity and the humid heat, so that's fine with me. Uh, I visit, though, I visit the beaches, yay. I mean, it's just way too hot to even go into the water. I know it's hard to imagine coming from California where the water is ice cold, but it's yeah. really warm. It's really warm. It's like you're you're swimming in piss. I mean, it's warm. Oh it's my god! Hot. I think you, I think you get used to it though, because people who live in the tropics probably their temperatures adjust. You know, that's not mine. Happened. Never adjusted. No. Oh, how long you live there? Three years. Oh wow, that's a long time. <laughs> so tell me yeah. about the party scene in Miami. Oh, it's nice. Party scene in Miami is nice. I mean. Um, you can compare it to LA. Um, oh, you know, nice. LA is a little bit bigger, I think, 
but um, it has the same nice um, clubs that you, if you want to, you know, the same kind of music, if you want electronic music, of course, mm-hmm. it's all I went for. And that, that is really nice, the party scene. That's the only reason why we ever went down there, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but I visit that, you know? We, we plan a party uh, visiting there and then we'll, we'll yeah, check it out. Yeah, go to Winter Music Festival. I mean, mm-hmm. it's totally overpriced, but that's what's down there. And that's always a fun time. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> electronic music yeah but i think we should get to our topics oh yeah yeah um, yeah what's our we have the best and worst <laughs> i i still wanted to talk about partying because this new year's eve is going to be depressing i know i know trust me dude i miss it too especially I for you it. you can still go out i can't even go out anyway because i have the kids and it would cost yeah. me a ton, an arm and a leg, to hire a babysitter again for well, you know. We went, we like literally moved to Germany, so we have a bigger party scene because um, Galway was a little. There wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot, so um, there was nothing actually. We had to go to Dublin or other countries, but uh, yeah. So Corona, thank you very much. Yeah, you moved to Germany for parties, and you can't even leave your house. Yeah, thank you. I know, I know. I can't even go to a pole studio. I haven't even, like, because everything's closed. So, um, yeah, yay. yay. I know, it's a different lifestyle, but hey, at least you're healthy, you know? I mean, uh, yeah. this year, jeez, yeah. I'm keeping I the kids safe. Next, I think next year we should have, um, oh, I forgot her name, that's so, so bad. Um, the healthcare worker we had on, she was amazing. I'd like to have her back. Lauren? Um, yes, yes. Yeah, I think so too. But you know, I think she's so busy. She's I see her posts on social media, you know, the search units are opened and oh, oh gosh. I know, I know. But that's why I mean not not, mm-hmm. not immediately, but sometime in January, January maybe end we of can January. Talk to her. Maybe yeah. we can, yeah, maybe we can have her on in February and she can find a date for us. because um, I'm sure our listeners and also me very much would be very interested I agree. Um, how it's going and how the vaccine is going and, and things like that or if there are any side effects from the vaccine i know did you see mike pence got his shot first in line oh i know i heard oh my god you would think he relies on thoughts and prayers but no 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 he's the first one whatever don't you think trump just uses him as like the you know like the little lab rat go get it pence and then we'll see what's your side effects exactly i mean pence never wore a mask so i mean i don't know why he should ever get a shot because i mean you would think think he doesn't believe in the in the virus but uh then you shouldn't get a, ma- a vaccine if you don't believe yeah, right? in it sorry okay i agree all right best and worst of this year what is it what are categories yeah well this was a lot of indoor years so i can't wait to to see what you've done as far as like <laughs> entertainment okay so the best documentary that i watched that literally made me and Jared cry. I mean, I cried way longer. I literally had to stay up just to cry for another couple hours. I don't usually cry, <laughs> anyone that knows me. But um, My Octopus Teacher on Netflix. Oh my gosh. I mean, just thinking well, about it. Just so beautiful. is it a nature documentary? I mean, it is nature. It is about an octopus, but it is about a man that's kind of lost in the world. He likes diving and free diving and like no clothes, no oxygen or anything. And he he meets his octopus and he connects with the octopus and he literally goes down there every day. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to cry again. He goes Aww. down there every day and he really connects with the octopus until, and like the whole life, like adventures. He watches even the octopus get away from sharks. And, and it's like, and he films it all, which is amazing with his son. Um, he, you don't, you don't, 
you know, see his son. It's just him. But after a while, he knows that I need a professional team here. And the octopus befriends all the team, apparently. It's not shown in the documentary. I read about everything afterwards. But, yeah, he, he follows him. It just shows those two and then play together. And it's like almost like a dog. And, and he said that they have intelligence level like cats, dogs. And you can tell by everything he, you know, um, films what the octopus does and how clever it is until until of course the octopus eventually dies because yeah. they only live a year and he still keeps going back to um, the same place where he first met her it's a she and 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 the babies and then he'd like to think that babies that he sees are her babies and it is really sad at the end I want to cry again oh Bye. so is it is it you find it sad because of the bond that they developed and then the octopus died is that the... yeah because I connect so much when you build a deep bond like that and you kind of build because you watch this document it's very calming he has a very calming voice you know and it's very calming and you watch it and you really connect with the octopus almost as if you are down there with the octopus so when the mm -hmm. octopus eventually dies it's almost like your dog dies mm. like that's how much i cried like my dog died oh gosh like i don't think dog. i i don't think i can watch that it's too much I don't know. It's well, beautiful. It's really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then he shows at the end that he shows it, you know, to his son and then has the same appreciation for nature. And, you know, there's then South Africa. They really just appreciate it. And it's a, it's a beautiful documentary. No, I'll watch I mean, it. I'll watch it, but I prepare myself. It's best for me to know what's coming because, uh, yeah, I don't like these, uh, these emotionally sad parts. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I death is part of life. I don't think I would get that emotionally attached to an octopus. But... <laughs> It's yeah. the way that it's filmed. What is what's your favorite documentary or best? I chose Lennox Hill, which is uh, yeah, you know mm -hmm. the documentary about doctors, ER doctors, mm -hmm. and uh, gynecologists, and uh, it follows them through oh and brain surgeons, yeah, in uh, New York, and it follows yeah. the, these three groups of doctors throughout their practice and daily lives. Oh my gosh, I just find it raw and and to be honest, I admire these people who. Who deal with these <laughs> daily, you know, the, mm -hmm. the ins and outs of healthcare, and then and then treating people and caring for them—it's a lot. Yeah, it has to be your calling. It just has to be. If it's mm -hmm. not your calling, then then you can't you can't do it. I don't know like, how I they do it. do it. And you know, when I watch them go through and do the surgery, it's just unbelievable to me how that team operates without words or very little words there is no blaming there is no yelling and there's very very intense situations you know it's like an orchestra they all work Beautiful. together they know exactly who's next and who's doing what yeah i don't know how you teach that but i think a lot more people need to know how to do that because like for workplaces i wish they teach that for kids and teach that for groups to work together because i don't know how you acquire that knowledge but most workplaces are a mess there is all kinds well, of I politics and inner agendas it comes from working together for a long time and you know how each everybody works and like that person's best at this this person's best at this and automatic and then it comes automatically after a while if you're just a few people trying to save a human in an office environment that's whole different because you're not trying to save a human you don't give a shit you're just like that's not how it is here <laughs> people when i worked with people they get so attached to the project and then they they're they are so attached to their work that they are willing to blame other people if you manage to you know an accident make a mistake then you know it's your fault why aren't you fixing it and they put your name on things that she broke it he broke it and it's like disgusting and that's why i'm not working right now <laughs> but okay yeah, yeah. this is about my my own personal trauma okay move on what's the worst documentary <laughs> you had <laughs> um 
the saga of Tekashi. I couldn't relate. And I don't like rap. I don't like... Oh. It was just... Hulu kept pushing this on me. Every time I signed in, Hulu was like, watch this, watch this, watch this. And that was still when I wasn't working. So I was like, fuck you, Hulu. Okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I was just like, okay, now he's accused of rape. Okay. Are they trying to like portray this as uh, like something? I don't know. What what are they trying to do here? I, I didn't watch the end. So I, I guess I can't really comment on what they were trying to portray and maybe maybe I should have watched the end to actually fully judge but I just didn't. I mean if it's not for you it's not for you that's fair I felt the yeah. same my worst is Tiger King good lord oh, this year God. COVID with the Tiger King era and I didn't watch it for the longest time because I'm like everyone is talking about this and I don't know why and I kind of ignore that stuff usually like if the more people talk about it it just seems like such a hype that I kind of like Ugh, I don't even want to touch it yeah, but I go against it too yeah right I it, got bore, it got boring so I'm like okay let me watch just one two episodes and it was so white trash and exactly florida of course but i no, i purposely didn't watch it because i know this animal abuse and i can't watch anything of animal abuse so i couldn't watch it i knew i couldn't watch it and yeah I chose not to yeah not. i feel the same i also fell on my uh face on but the more people follow it the worse it is because for the longest time i didn't get an iphone and i <laughs> nick and i went to pick, pick up an iphone like what this was the 2008 when the first iphone came out and nick is like let's go get it and i chose this orange crap you know, that looked like a baby phone, right? Now it looks like a toy. And I'm like, no, I want the orange phone that flips up. And then he's like, what the fuck? And I bring it home and his iPhone is like telling him everything. He can search everything. And mine, I can barely set the GPS. <laughs> it's just a joke. Aww. So the next day we had to return my thing and then I got an iPhone too. So after that, I reconsidered my joining hype. Uh, you know, I have to try everything for myself. What's your next category? My next category is... Song? Oh my god, that's the second one on my list. I'm, you're going straight down my list. Yes. Good. Uh, I pick Sophie Tucker, which is my favorite, favorite band right now. Sophie Tucker, House Arrest for COVID Perfect. I like her too. I picked on my favorite song, Nora on Pure, In Your Eyes. Oh, okay. So, you know, I don't listen New. to her very much, So, but I have to. It's good. It's good. It's your, hey, she has your name. I know. I know. That's the other thing. It's like, oh, well, just because you have my name, we are not friends. <laughs> Do you have a worst song? Oh my god, I have several. Yeah, Future, Life is Good, and then Gooba, Takeshi, I think. I don't know. Terrible songs. Why didn't you play it? Can you play it for me? Okay, so what? Someone hit your block up, I tell you if it was us. Man, a house in Rosewood, this shit too pretty. I like it. Oh no. I do. It has a good beat. Okay, well, I want to poke my eyes in your house. <laughs> oh my god, you know, you know I have a soft spot for How this. Guba and Takeshi? Okay. Try that one. Okay, I'm done already. I need to throw myself out the window now. There's a lot of booty in this one. Oh yeah, he likes booty. Yeah, this is a little wild for me. Just a little? Oh, I don't know. I like this. When the beat comes, though, I can't stop. I like it. Okay. <laughs> and the music video for this one is a must-see, though. Well, we have different tastes in music, but I love it. You know, I'm not gonna love this song. This Takeshi is not my thing as much as the first one, but the first one is okay. And you know, to me, this beat, and I like rap, I love Sway Lee. You know him, right? From the Spider-Man song. You know this song. 
Post Malone and Spelly. I hope you watched the movie. I do not watch any so superhero movies, I do not say the word. I don't have a verse song, but I picked Cardi B because I love Cardi B normally and I really don't like the WAP song. It's kind of rough and wild for me. I just picked it because I'm kind of like a joke, to be honest. I don't have a verse song. I just wanted to, you know, like pick something funny. That's my snarky pick. I like Cardi B, so. I don't. So I know, I'm we have, see, I have much diverse, I, my music taste is almost like everything. I even listen to Johnny Cash, but you really are into the raver scene and that's Cool, no, no, no. I like a lot of like Jared calls it um, California music. I'm Elliot Smith and like this like really indie music. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, I like some. Hip I like old school hip hop. There is some of everything I like. I do like some Johnny Cash myself. I do even like some country. Some want to specify. Um, <laughs> so there is some of every every genre I do like. Yes, my main is electronic music and my second main is California music. I could listen to all day long. What are you gonna do on New Year's Eve? What are you listening to? What's your playlist? We're not doing a playlist. I don't know what we're doing yet, so I don't know. Oh, we're gonna buy the Just Dance game and then we're gonna dance to that. My kids like that. We buy it for New Year's Eve and Christmas and we dance to it in our house. Thanks. What's your next category? The next one is TV show. That's your favorite. Okay. The best. My, my favorite is The Crown. Yeah, you know, The Crown isn't bad, but it's just it's boring right now it's so boring i'm trying i'm really trying because i want to get to the diana years but i'm it's so slow oh my well God. i think it's a lot of history in there and i love the actors are serious and always they they have but really good actors it would be different, but because you can't know if it's real or not yes they're trying to be as real as possible but of course a lot of it is fiction and it's so slow and it's it's i'm i find myself to fast forward all the time because i'm like can we please get to like younger years it's it's Mm -hmm. I'm struggling. I'm so struggling I watched hardcore. the current season where Diana is featured and I didn't know what they were taking as real and whatnot. But then I watched the Diana Netflix documentary about Diana's her own account of what happened. And then yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same thing. What she says on that on tape is well, what yeah. they use for the show, I guess. Because they had they had then then they had to prove they had enough to but back then they don't have proof what conversations took place. But I know they try to be as authentic. I know. But you know, so, filmography, dress, the the settings, it's amazing to me. I love the, the period, the set dressing, how they take care of everything. It used to be, you know, Game of Thrones had high standards and then there was water bottle in every shot mm -hmm. towards the end. But the, the crown keeps the consistent acting and the consistent everything high standard and I love it about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, this show is full of spoilers, by the way, if you haven't noticed yet, because we're talking about TV shows and... <laughs> But yeah, I love that yeah. for millennials you have to put the spoilers alert out because God forbid people tell you what. You know, I'm known to ruin operas for millennials because, you know, you can't talk about the ending of an opera where people die. It's like, fuck, it's an opera. What did you think is going to happen? But uh, See, yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know that the people die at the end of operas. Oh God, that's I one of no the idea. staples of just... operas. It has to be like singing, singing, singing. You fall in love with that character a little bit. And then, of course, they die. And of course, every opera ends with death, carnage. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. I, I spoiled all operas for right, you now. Yeah, you just spoiled the opera for me. So it's cool. If everyone's dying, I'm not going to ever see an opera now. No, it's really beautiful. I love operas. Well, I mean, sure. I love sure. the singing. I love I love the music and everything that goes on there. Okay. 
Um, there is one opera where uh, ends in a happy ending, which is an unfinished Puccini opera, and we watched it, and the millennials freaked the fuck out. Aren't you a millennial? How old are you? You're an. Oh, dude, I'm. I count as a millennial in the U.S. I am not a millennial because I grew up in a different no. country. In this, but that's up for debate. There's Twitter debates this endlessly of what counts as what. So it is a term that that nobody truly knows what it is. Yes, let's go. My best, um, best of 2020 TV shows, Fleabag, 100%. Love it. I could have watched endlessly of it. And as usual, when I love something, there's like only one or two seasons with very few episodes. And then when I don't like something like The Crown or all these other ones, they have like six seasons with 50,000 <laughs> episodes. Oh my God. But anytime I like something, it's for sure only has one or two seasons with like 20 minute episodes. So. Fleabag, definitely 100%. Oh, I love Fleabag too. But it was very short, I agree. But also the episodes are very short. I think what, they are 35-40 minute episodes, right? Very short. Uh, shorter, I think, it's yeah. very quick. The writing is very quick. The action is very quick. It's very satirical and like sarcastic. It's what I love. Of course. It's, love, yeah. it's British humor and I love it. It's British humor and Olivia uh, Coleman is in it. Just the same, the queen from The Crown, which... I see her in a different side, and it's funny, 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 funny. <laughs> you know, she's the evil stepmom. What's your worst show? I'm very interested. To uh, the same thing, the Tiger King. I can't it as documentary TV show. Uh, 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 uh. I can't stand. I don't really have any other I, that I really couldn't watch. I put. Um, I have two. I put. Well, the one wasn't Billy from 2020. The other one, but this one is you. I know everyone apparently loved it or talked about it. I tried. I watched one episode or something, and it just seemed so fake to me. Like, everything about it seemed unreal, unrealistic, super fake, super, like, this would never happen in real life. None of it. I watched one and a half episodes or so, and I just like, I can't do it anymore. It's just, like... It... What is it about? Oh, you don't even know? Mm-mm. It's super famous, like Tiger King. Everyone's talking about it. You, it's by, basically about a stalker, a woman that's, like, dating someone, and then he turns out to be a stalker, and I think he kills her. I think. I'm not sure. But what? It's, it's is it a terrible. crime drama, then, or something? No, it's super sexual. Like, it's super... It's, like... it's weird but it's, it's fiction really it's super famous everyone was talking about it this tie everyone's like oh my god it's like you it's like you everyone's like you you had to watch you so i fucking watched it and it's like i tried the first i watched one episode and then the next half and then i was just i believe so you it sounds it sounds a little so, uh, too below my taste level to be it's honest like 50 shades of gray kind of it's so i never watched 50 shades of gray either and i'm not interested in that crap so no no it's it's bad it's really bad all right then i believe you next Next. (laughs) best video game which you don't have i believe and for me that's cyberpunk even though however bad it runs on ps4 i stick with it because i will love this story no matter what and nobody can tell me otherwise of course i also should mention alex uh from you know the half-life spin-off which is by uh, valve and i have to still play that on the steam so i can't rate it but those two will be my top 2020 and the worst video game to me is Fall Guys, which everybody will hate me for this, but I hated it. We bought it, someone told me to buy it, and it's one of those games where you log in on your PS4 and supposedly your friends can log in and 20,000 of you race down on these little games that push each other over and these little potato guys just fall over, which is if you drink and you watch your family member play, it would be really fun. And it's really fun, we, we laughed a lot at my husband falling over and 
couldn't get up in his character and all this crap. But then it's not a local multiplayer, so we couldn't play together, which was a huge miss for me. And that's why I don't like it. So yeah, next. <laughs> okay. All right, so since we're on the topic of um, what you have and I don't have, I'm, I'm gonna just do it now off the top of my head. Best reality show, mm-hmm. um, Married at First Sight, always. I cannot, it's the best. I have to watch. follow the couples if they make it afterwards. I'm so interested. It's the best for me. I, I mean, what is just this? Watch- Married at First Sight? Yeah, it's now Netflix because it's so good that now it came out on Netflix, even though oh. I've been watching for years on TV. I don't think yeah. I could watch this. I think I would die. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> But, you know, I used to watch that billionaire matchmaker or something. Patty. It was not that, no. They are actually getting married to a stranger, actually. The matchmakers, they set them up. They actually are married, like, literally, seriously married. And what kind of desperate person would volunteer for this terrible experience? People that are really desperate. They can't find someone. There are a lot of them out there. There's so many applicants. You can't find someone? What, you go match.com or, what is it, Tinder? Go on and date a bunch of people. Why do you have to marry them? <laughs> there, I know a lot of people in my life that have been dating for like 10 years and have not found someone. So I do understand the frustration. I do understand eventually like they're like, you know what? I'm just going to sign up for this. I have experts signing me up to someone. We're married. This is serious and we have to work through it. So, so, so the know? experts and match these two randoms and then they're going to get married on the spot. So the experts vouch for somewhat of a relationship or what? Yeah, you get married and you meet them at first at the altar and you introduce yourself and there are still a lot of couples that are very successful and happy and still together Uh and of course there are a lot of people that um, decide to get a divorce after. So what's the success rate, about 50-50? No, I think it's it's based on because um, there is um, statistics out there that arranged marriages are like 80% like foolproof and you know love marriages aren't but there you know there's a lot more to that but yeah it, it's less than 50 percent, i would say but mm-hmm. the, f- the few that make it they're usually like really well matched um mm-hmm. and i like to follow them and i like to see their progression and and i don't know i'm just addicted to it i can't I have to. Well, good. It sounds a little bit interesting now to me, but I don't know. It's one of those things that I'm like, ugh, I don't know about it. What's the worst reality show? It's it's the Netflix. Try a few um, episodes. Okay. Um, The the worst one, also Netflix, is too hard to handle. It made no sense to me, that show. Absolutely no sense to me. The people were dropped off on the beach, and they're all hot, and they're all excited and young. They they were like, oh, it's going to go down. And then they learned that they can't kiss or make out or have sex. And then... (laughs) Which is which is fine, but then when they did have sex or kiss or whatever, it was just like a little penalty, and then they would get the money back at the end and stuff like that. It was so stupid. So wait a minute, so the setup was to keep the hot people uh, apart on the beach. No, not apart. Just yeah, yeah. Just just you can't kiss or make out or anything with anyone. Like right, yeah. It like just... it's 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 pretty much put temptation in front of people, but then yeah. See, but... Uh-huh. But people still did it, and then they got money deducted from the grand total that only one person, a few people can win, which made no sense. Nothing made sense. And then uh-huh. they could win it back, or they got some of it back, and then they, 
it was it made no sense nothing made sense i don't understand like they should have just all made out of each other and, and whatever it's stupid <laughs> dumb stupid oh end. my god reality no, show tv like... land is so crazy it's so crazy because some of it it's really just you know bait which this sounds like it was yeah. great conceived for bait to watch a lot of hot people struggle because i guess there had to be some sort of requirement of like how hot you are to be even chosen right or something no, yeah 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 but i mean they didn't struggle that much i mean it was just like oh, they didn't <laughs> I guess so they didn't want the money the bad incentive they didn't want the money enough I don't even know I don't even remember who won the money or how they won the money I think it got just the people that didn't no I think then at the end the money got you could get the money back again so it didn't even matter if you kissed or okay that's just that. bad design all it was around so stupid everything was stupid nothing made sense and I don't even remember if there was one winner or everybody got the money or what happened it was just dumb that's how dumb it was. This is also a Netflix. Remember. Yeah, and I like reality TV. So, so. it's a Netflix <sighs> hit and miss in the same category, yeah. which is the same for me for documentary Lennox Hill and Tiger King. Netflix hit and miss. All right, yeah. best book. Okay, I did um, best of best of all because I don't read, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> which for me is The Power of Now mm-hmm. by Eckhart Tolle. 100% best book ever 100 I mean I can't there's nothing it's just if So you this is a self-help. this is a self-help recommendation from you again right it's a help self-help book It helped me yeah it helped me and it still helps me every day like nothing ever has and ever will it, it just spoke to my soul I mm-hmm. can't it's best so that's well, mine what's yours I probably I probably read this one too uh, my best book is uh, fiction also not from 2020 I believe it's been written a while ago but uh, it's great for covid it's called A Gentleman in Moscow by Amor Tulls, and it's written about ni- early 1900s or, uh, you know, like communist times in, in Russia and how this aristocrat basically is forced to live in isolation in a hotel, basically what happens with him. And it's so good for COVID because everyone is at home. He, this guy is locked into this place and uh, it's just interesting of the time. And I like that period and I like that, uh, you know, the Russian era of communists era. Yeah. It's interesting. Because Hungary experienced that, and I yeah. can't, I kind of have an inkling of what these aristocrats went through, you know, when they lost their power, and you know, and it kind of shows uh, the two-sidedness of the communist regime, how they were partying it up in the best hotel of the of the country, whereas everyone else was barely making it. And a very slow book, but very good read, and I honestly listened to it on audiobook, which is fine. I think if you wanna if you wanna experience books as audiobooks, why not? It's a good book. Okay, the worst one is called Uncanny Valley by Anna Weiner, and it's, oh my god, it's a Silicon Valley memoir of some sort of, I don't know what to say, her writing is not that great, she's a writer though, and it's about how she gets hired at a Silicon Valley firm in San Francisco, coming out from New York, and it's her you know, this is how it's different from New York and, and it's California and how the Silicon Valley startups are. I don't know, it just feels like the devil wears Prada in Silicon Valley and I just, her writing is not that good. So yeah, as far as Emerto's writing, the way he writes is like the words are savory and you want to wanna read more and you want to understand the same. I, I highly value that kind of writer, just like Murakami. Uh, all these interesting writers that use words, it's almost like poetry, but not, because it's a story to it, but like the way this girl writes, I just don't like it, it's very much like Cosmopolitan, so yeah, worst book. 
And I tell you, there probably will be a movie of it soon. So watch out for the Uncanny Valley, a Silicon Valley movie. There has to be one soon, because this is one of those books that's like, easily digestible, they're going to make a movie of it. I couldn't okay. even finish it. Mine is The Worst is the Secret, because it's trying to tell you how you can attract everything, but it's kind of doing it in like you're an idiot and I'm trying to tell you like in dumb ways and in very primitive ways and it doesn't really make a lot of sense I mean that book made her millions so the secret worked for her but you can't just it's not as easily applied as she puts it in that book it's just it's very primitive there are better books out there if you want to learn about the law of attraction lots of better books um, like Think and Grow Rich, for example, which is what originated The Secret, um, way better. I mean, unless you need very primitive language and mm. not a lot of backstory. Mm -hmm. So it seems like she already read someone else's book and wrote her own. She did. She read the iteration. Think and Grow Rich, mm -hmm. the original. She obviously know how, knows how to think and grow rich because The Secret made her rich. So she knew exactly what she needed to do so the secret she tried to put it in words like what we use nowadays but it it, it sounds in the movies can go fuck themselves <laughs> they are even worse so, there are movies two movies i watched the second one i tried to watch the second one last weekend i'm like fuck off so this is no. one of those uh older concept revived today and it doesn't work or it just it's just too. No, it works if you do it right. And this old, this concept is not older or old. It's like it's a law. It's like the law of gravity. We have the law of attraction. It's the same. It's a law. It's always been there. It'll always be there. It'll never go anywhere. It's just there. It's a fact. And the way they describe it, though, it's almost like you just sit there and dream of your dream house, and it's going to come to you. How do you visualize our podcast into success? I hope you're doing that on your end, Stephanie, because you're reading all these books. When are we going to be successful? <laughs> I'm just laughing at yeah. this because I wish it worked like this because I had to work my ass off to even work anything, to get anything done, you know, you as far as game development. But And if you keep this belief up, then you will always have to work your ass off. That's the whole point. Uh -huh. You need to start believing, but the belief is the hard part because you truly believe it. You can't fake believe it. You have to truly, truly, truly believe that this is going to make it. And if you truly believe it, then it'll 100% come to fruition. Oh, okay, so that's what I will meditate it. on from now on. That's how I will use this. Yes. I meditate that's, that's the on part, the That's belief. the hard part. Like, you can win the lottery tomorrow, but the thing is you have to truly believe it. Do I believe it? No. That's my problem. <laughs> but so so if people spend so much time believing and all this, like, what what's going to happen with the actions? They Once have to take actions. Do, yes, exactly. Because if you truly believe, 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 the action, you'll get an instinct of, oh my God, I should be I have doing to that. Do this. Or I should be doing that. Mm -hmm. And then automatically the action will come. So what, what is the secret lady not telling you about the action part? Because I guess she the leaves secret, out the action. I mean, the secret lady is telling you, I think, I, I haven't, it's been a while, but first movie isn't too terrible because a lot of the people that um, they got rich off of believing that are in the movie and they talk about it and some of the people I follow. But, so that um, is a documentary then? The first one is more of a documentary, yes. Um, the first movie. So the first movie, if you are going to watch the secret movie, the first one, definitely not the second one. Mm -hmm. um, the, the book, uh, 
like I said, very primitive. It's trying to explain it to you in very primitive terms. It doesn't really go into the science. It doesn't explain the law. It just explains, like, for example, the law of gravity is like the law of attraction. It always works. It always works. That's fine. That's true. But then if you read the other book, it'll tell you this is why it's going to fall. This is how fast it's going to fall based on mass and why and how you can change the fall, you know, based on throwing or weight or th that's the first book. And the second book is just basically saying, all right, if you hold up an object, you let it go and it's going to fall. All right, I get it. Do you have any more categories? Oh, yeah, I do. I do don't, not? so I'm going to share in your thoughts on those. Okay, so next one I have movie. Oh, but yeah, oh, I should have put that. I didn't watch anything, I guess. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to start with the worst. Um, it's Between Worlds. It's um, Nicolas Cage. Do I need to say more? Oh, no, um, no, no, no. My husband is obsessed with that dude. And I'm like, oh my God, he has a friend no. who has lists of Nicolas Cage movies. Best. Best of Nick Cage. And I'm like, fuck me. Between, watch Between Worlds. It's literally Nicolas Cage having sex nonstop. No. Like, having sex with a girl that she doesn't really... It's like she, she, held, she holds her captive... And then, of course, eventually, even though he's brutally abusive towards her, eventually, of course, she wants to have sex with him because it's Nick Oh, Cage. my God, babe. No, it's I terrible. can't. I he can't. He has sex on a yacht. He has sex between the yacht. He has sex next to He's like, it's, it's disgusting. As and if Nicolas Cage was any, whoever wanted to see him shirtless. No, thanks. No, oh, my God. All right, move on. I can't even think about this. It's ver my worst movie, and I haven't even seen it. Okay, All right. next. Best. Best movie of this year, not forever, but this year, is Dark Waters. Space talking about the whole Teflon. Okay. Um, it's real. It's a true story, which is why I like it. It's very interesting. It's just how, you know, Teflon was poisoning, putting poison in all their lakes and everything. And then the people surrounding all got cancer. All the animals died. And then lawyers had to come in. And then at the end, it says how many, how there's so much Teflon still out there and how many people are still dying of Teflon. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. Which is why my husband just got brand new pots and pans teflon free mm -hmm. yeah we got those green pans too i agree it's all stainless yeah. steel now not mm -hmm. even green <laughs> yeah, I don't like uh, the sense it's hard to cook in that. But yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if I watched any movies that I even like of this year. I just like to watch odd movies, I guess. I don't know. Nothing happened to me in movie land this year because we couldn't go out. Do you have a personal best and worst? Okay, tell me your category and I might, it might inspire me. What is it? Category is personal. Personally, my best is I've been working out daily now. That's and good. But your workout is like you said, what, 30 minutes a day and you're done. So that's pretty good. Yeah, it's because short. But mostly... I, do, I didn't used to do anything besides pole once a week. So uh -huh. all of a sudden now I found this app and I'm just doing it every day. So I mean, that's awesome. First, you know, it was very hard. For example, in our marriage, because we were together, quarantine basically quarantine. since non-stop you know it's hard and you have to just work harder and you have to overcome boredom and you have to overcome not being annoyed with your partner and that's my worst no i know i think for a lot of people quarantine for sure is worst because everyone had to endure it to me that's not the worst so let's start no, the with... Worst with the partner that we were fighting more and it, it took more work and i think it's just everyone like imagine how many covid babies and covid divorces right that's what people say so yeah. yeah. I my best is it's too crazy for me. This year was crazy for me. I'm going to I'm going to say my best personal thing is overcoming yeah. depression. But Yay. it's a long road and I had yeah. to go through the worst of the year to get through that, which was yeah. So the worst of the year for me 
last year January I was in a basically a mental hospital for three days because I went crazy on a drug. So I we can we can talk about that. That's the worst yeah. of my life so far. Except well, there are other worst things, but like this is not jo- a joke. I was literally in a what is that called when you are in a three day hold? The 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 best of the year is that I finally find the psychiatrist that was like, well, I think you have anxiety and let's treat that. And that okay, we started yeah. treating that. And since then, I'm like, wow, I can work again and I can get up and, and do things. Yeah. This That's is great. awesome. Because before that, after having children, I was a mess, a mess. After two kids, I was not myself again. And to me, this was great. So yeah. that's it. What else were you going to... People. People. People of the year. Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about the time people of the year award thing? Person um, of the year? Of time. Personal. From what I think the best people, I think Brianna Taylor and George Floyd, because they really started a movement, something that needed to happen, something that was actually starting moving around the world. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, we'll make some change no i agree in that totally and you know they were on the list the blm movement and the movement for racial justice was on the list for time magazine Uh and they chose joe biden and kamala harris but why didn't they put the movement on the page of the time black lives matter was so important this year yeah uh so yeah i agree brianna taylor and George Floyd. And the worst, Trump, Trump followers, and the transformed wife. The transformed what? The transformed wife. You've never heard of her. She is extremely religious. She thinks that women shouldn't be voting. She <laughs> thinks that women um, should be submissive to a husband. She has a really big platform. I'm going to send you her link. Can't really wait. big platform. Oh my goodness. No, she, has no. a big, she makes money off of YouTube, <laughs> off of Facebook, and it's sad, but she even says that women, you should never say no if if the man wants to have sex it's basically rape culture but okay yeah this is um, hype don't believe that that's real someone is hyping this up to generate interest and then she'll sell it as i don't know she it's is, terrible she's nuts i will t- I'll, I'll, I'll link her to you but um uh, she she's really terrible she, and then when trump won she's like see this is exactly why we cannot have women voting women should be at home having babies and just being there for your husbands and that's all is your role mm-hmm. it's terrible she's absolutely terrible 100 percent terrible i hate her and can't yeah um, i join in with trump i don't know this one but both of them is uh pretty much yeah. the worst of the year as far as i can hear yeah. it now but uh yeah okay oh my god we're already an hour in i think we should thank you for listening yeah and, and uh we're gonna post the list on insta right you're gonna post stephanie's list and nora's list so you can uh, maybe <laughs> have a yes, conversation sure. you can post the list and please people give us your best and worst and email us at eurotrashweekly at gmail.com or follow us on all the things at eurotrashweekly please give us five star reviews especially apple Podcasts. that would help a lot give us a comment Tell us your opinion. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening. And great holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you're celebrating. Yeah. Enjoy we'll, it. Uh, we'll be back on uh, January the 1st. Yes. I'm not yeah. sure if it's the first, but we'll be back. We'll be back in January. Not we'll be sure back. We'll be back in January. Oh, I mean, you have to sleep off some sort of gathering, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, maybe yeah, the yeah, second. Yeah, the first, the first one might be a great idea. <laughs> All right. Uh, Have a good holiday season, everyone. Bye. Yes, bye.